Good evening and hope you had an awesome day and Tubishvat. So as we said last night, this week we're going to dedicate our ideas to be connected to Tubishvat, trees and nature, and pull out various lessons that we can from the holiday. So this evening I want to branch out a little bit from Tubishvat, pardon the pun, totally intentional, to all the way in the beginning of the story of creation. See, if you were to ask the average person, what's the first act of disobedience that takes place from the beginning of creation, they'd probably say that it relates back to a story about a tree. Now, while that's true, most probably what they would continue to describe is not 100% accurate. While it is interesting to note that the whole story of Eve and Adam eating from the tree of knowledge in the Garden of Eden is a focal point of that story, and questions like, why was that the big choice, what was so wrong of it, and why specifically was it about a tree, that all happens on day six. But if you flip back a few pages to day three, when the world of creation of vegetation and trees is taking place. There's a small little nuanced change that happens in the way the Torah describes the intention of what was supposed to be created and yet the reality of what is created. See, at first, as you'll see in the source that I attached, it said that God intended to create fruit trees that bear fruit. Eitz pri, osa pri. But in the following sentence, when it describes the actual creation, it says, Eitz osa pri, a tree that makes fruit. Seems like a very inconsequential difference. But as we've said before, when studying Torah, any change in language isn't simply poetic license or mistake, but rather is there to uncover a much deeper truth as part of our transmission of what the values are that we understand in the world that we live. See, Rashi, the famous commentary, quotes a medrash that says that actually originally in creation, the intention was that when trees were created that were going to produce fruit, the tree itself was actually going to taste like that fruit. Now, while that may seem strange to you and me who understand what bark tastes like, if you take a step back and think about it, if I were to produce something that is sweet, then it would only make sense to say that that which produces it is sweet as well. However, while that was, quote unquote, the original intention, what actually happened was that it was just an eights osepri, that there were trees that tasted like tree and bark, which created fruit ultimately. What's the difference? Fruit tree that tastes like fruit that produces fruit or a tree that tastes like tree that produces fruit? So our sages teach us that this is actually the difference between what we produce in our lives and how we achieve it. See, in a perfect world, what would happen is, is the effort that we expend to grow would be as sweet as the achievement that we succeed in. That the process itself of what we're working towards, if it really has that ultimate goal, we should enjoy that and it should be as sweet as the actual achievement and the fruit of our efforts. But the reality is that that's not always the way that it works in this world. We might have goals that we have to achieve, and if we achieve them, they will be the sweet peros, the sweet fruit of our efforts. But the reality is that in life, often the process to achieve them is very hard. That's not something that should dissuade us from our achieving our goal. We should always understand that we have to put in the effort, no matter how difficult it is, no matter what we're struggling with. And in fact, the harder the struggle is, the stronger the tree part is, the greater the fruit that it will ultimately produce as well. The message of growth is not simply that it takes time, 
but that the process, albeit in an ideal world, would taste as wonderful as the actual achievement, we live in a world where the effort that we put in is often hard, tasteless, but if we stick with it and continue to achieve our growth that's necessary, eventually when we get there, the fruit of our labors will be sweeter than we ever could have imagined. Thanks for listening to Tubishvat Part 2. Looking forward to seeing you tomorrow.